This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, I know that you are a big prop bet person, or you're you're much more into the prop market than at least I am. So let's talk about receiving props at the big game, Super Bowl 58. So what are your some or what are some of your favorite receiving props? going into Sunday, a couple of bets you've looked at, maybe some bets you put some money on. Ah, yes. I do identify as a prop bet person. That's how I would like to be referred to. Not, you know, whatever pronoun. (laughs) Prop bet person. That is me. I think you start by doing a little flow chart. Like, this is how you handicap things as you start from the top and you say, okay, if we're looking at receiving props, number one, is this going to be a pass-heavy game? What we've seen from, like, the Chiefs, In the playoffs so far, they've had some low-scoring affairs where both defenses, you know, you saw in the Ravens and the Chiefs game, were pretty good. So let's look at both of these secondaries. Or, you know, does the secondary have a weakness here? So if you look at both the Niners and the Chiefs, both of these secondaries have been top 10 and defending the pass and have given up uh, bottom 10 quarterback fantasy points allowed so quarterbacks against these secondaries have not fared well so from the jump you're already facing an uphill climb but there are some receivers that get enough targets and enough opportunities where Mm -hmm. it's matchup proof and i think that's where you start who in this game is matchup proof that no matter the matchup they're going to get the targets and the opportunity to put up some big numbers so let's start with the one that everybody's probably talking about travis kelsey This number has been climbing all week long. I believe this number was like 63 and a half last week. Now it's up to 70 and a half, juice to the over. So, Jenks, let's start there. When a prop moves five full yards or more, at what point do you say, okay, the projections from the sports books were this number, has it moved too far? Well, you know, I it's tough, right? Because I Mm -hmm. I looked at this bet as well. And I like this bet. And we were talking yesterday about how the Niners compared to most teams in the NFL are exceptional at slowing down opposing tight ends. But I mean, isn't every, isn't every defense geared toward trying to stop Travis Kelsey and they just can't do it. The Ravens have an incredible set of linebackers, just like the Niners do. And the Ravens couldn't slow down Travis Kelsey. Here's the thing about the number. The number has moved and it's a high number, but also he has hit this number in every playoff game this season. And he has also hit this number in 12 straight playoff games. So while I understand it's moved a lot, I understand it's going to be a very popular pick for obvious reasons. At the same time, when you look at his history in big games, he seems to always find a way to get over this number. And a lot of this to me has to do with trust as well health and trust Mm -hmm. number one travis kelsey is healthy and we've seen how much better he is now that he's healthy and two is trust we all know patrick mahomes more than a safety valve sometimes you hear about this with a a quarterback and receiver and they just know each other it was the same thing with brady and gronk when they were winning titles Mm -hmm. right when brady needed a a big pass a clutch play he knew to go to gronk he knew where gronk would be he knew gronk would come home same thing with mahomes and kelsey so i still like the bet even at 70 and a hook. I think I'm definitely not betting the under is I think the question is, am I going to officially bet it or not is now the question. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing. You don't have to bet on yardage props. There are other ways to bet on receivers. You can do catches, which 
I feel like the number may be a little too high for Travis Kelsey. I think I would rather take the yards uh, than the receptions made. It's six and a half, and it's really juicy for minus 145. That means he needs to get seven catches. That's a lot of catches. I think I'd rather get the yards because that's something that could possibly be done in the first half Mm -hmm. of this game. But now the question is, would you rather bet on Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown? Because maybe that's the Mm. way you go. In the red zone, it does feel like he has even more of a matchup advantage against some of these small corners, and he's the the trust guy. Because isn't that what you're talking about in the red zone? Have you seen some of the gaffes from the Chiefs receivers in the red zone this year? My goodness, why would you want to trust anybody else? So the anytime touchdown for Travis Kelsey set at minus 115. Do you go that route instead, or do you play both? I think maybe you play both. I, I, yeah, I feel like such a square talking about what seems like the most obvious play ever. But you know, the, even even the numbers point you in that direction. Even the numbers, even though they might be a little inflated, and let's be honest, they are inflated because people are going to hammer Kelsey. They're going to hammer these these numbers. They're going to hammer these props, and I still don't think it matters. I still don't think it matters because. When you talk about that Kansas City receiving core, it's interesting too, Chelsea, is that we're giving the Kansas City receivers, and they do deserve credit, they've been better for not dropping so many passes. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they've gotten mm-hmm. better, there's no question, and we've seen some clutch plays from them. But overall, it's not like the receiving core around Travis Kelsey has necessarily really raised the level of their play, maybe somewhat. It's just that they're not making the boneheaded mistakes that were crushing them later on in the year. So ultimately, if that's something you're worried about, and it, it would still be something that I'm worried about now. We haven't seen it recently, but if you look at the sample size the whole season, it wouldn't stun me if we maybe saw – a drop or two that came at a bad time, then you just got to go with the guy that you can trust. And I guarantee you, if you're Andy Reid in the red zone, who are you going to go to? The guy you know who's going to come through for you. Yeah, and I think the reason we're not seeing the drops is because the targets have been to two guys. Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice combined for 20 targets last game. The only other receiver that, you know, had five was Noah Gray. He finished with two receptions. And eight yards. So it's just he is not going down the list and spreading out the targets. It's Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. All right, so let's look at the other side. Maybe the Niners have some players that are worth looking at. I feel like since the Niners spread the ball around a little bit more, this is a little bit more tricky because it feels like there's some volatility for whatever person you choose. Because my first instinct is, okay, we're looking at Brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. He feels like the number one receiver uh, coming off a game where he had three catches for 68 yards, including that one that bounced off the helmet. Feels like he's the guy that has big play potential, but how many guys can you say that about on the Niners? Like, if you're talking about big play potential, you have yeah. to throw Debo Samuel in the mix. My guy, Debo, uh, coming off a game <laughs> where he had 89 receiving yards. So I think that's the toughest part of the Niners is who are you going to pick? Haven't even mentioned George Kittle, but he feels like the guy that's pretty much feast yeah. or famine. So I don't know. I don't know. I honestly, I, I would go with Christian McCaffrey's receiving prop just yeah. because, because I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about game script and how this is going to go down. And look, the chiefs defense is impressive from top to bottom, but they are particularly good in the secondary. And so I think if you're Brock Purdy, if you're the Niners, you need to be very careful 
about when you take your shots downfield to Debo or Brandon Ayu, maybe George Kittle, whatever. So I can foresee a lot of situations where Purdy drops back, right? And those deep routes just aren't open. He can't go down the field. But who's waiting there as a safety valve? It's Christian McCaffrey. And also, besides that, I can absolutely see the Niners, you know, scheming plays for Christian McCaffrey anyway to get the ball in his hands. And then you can see Brock Purdy checking down to him if those deep routes aren't open. All of a sudden, he gets over his receiving prop. So I'm going to be on that. It's 33 and a hook. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.